The idea of being a solopreneur has definitely taken off, especially over the last year and a half. If people have been really thinking and recalculating their life and, and opportunities and work situations and really what is most important to them. So many people are enticed by the freedom and flexibility that comes with starting a business they can run and manage themselves each and every day. They can get all the benefits of being their own boss without having to hire others and worry about payroll and other different headaches. So in this episode of the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast, Devon and I have for you the three best reasons to become a solopreneur today. What does it take for you to be great? Keep it a hundred, bro, you know the answer. Pursuing your purpose, creating profits, building legacy. Anything less, how could you even fathom? Just sit back and imagine all that can truly happen when you pursue your passions. Yeah. So eliminate distractions and get back to the action. That's the law of attraction. You gotta build a team to build a dream. Family, faith, and focus counsel can only build a king. Are you prepared to reign? Cause whether you weather the weather, the weather won't change. Uh, whether you weather the weather, your weather won't change. Uh, say true to the vision. Say true to the mission. Gotta get to the finish. Take a moment to listen. And come and see it through our eyes. We'll show you what it means to live uncompromised. We're uncompromised. 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 Welcome back, family, to the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast presented to you by the Uncompromising Coaches Group. Do you have an entrepreneurial spirit? Are you constantly thinking about how to create value and build new businesses? Maybe you're trying to find innovative ways of doing business to replace old, outdated ones. And you know there is that fire burning inside of you and you are trying to recapture and reclaim your entrepreneurial birthright. Well, if that sounds like you, then we, Devon and I, are here to talk to you. This is a show where we teach you what it takes to pursue purpose, create profits, and build a legacy. Uh, if you are a new or a loyal listener, please feel free to rate and review this podcast. If you are watching on our wonderful YouTube channel, we would definitely, definitely love for you to like this video and subscribe to the channel and then share. Share this with another entrepreneur who you know can benefit from this content, especially today's episode as we cap off our two-month series Pretty much almost 50% of season three was dedicated to solopreneur success. Uh, so today is the f finale of that as we close out and talk about the top three reasons to become a solopreneur today. Hey. Yes. And I am your host, co-host, Jimmy Gonzalez Jr., along with my co-host, Devon Watts Jr., Whew, what is going on, uncompromising family? Um, if you cannot tell by my tone, um, it's been one of those weeks. Um, mm -hmm. But the beauty is, like, when we get to record like this and we get to bring this to you, is um, we are true to our word. We live and we embody everything um, that we talk about when it comes to being an entrepreneur and a solopreneur, including our unwavering commitment to live in the vision and not in the circumstances. So yeah, even when I don't come on with the energy and E and all of that, we're still going to be here for you because when you are going through trying times, you have to show up for those that depend on you as well. And so honestly, I am looking forward to the therapy that is potting um, and being able to unplug just a little bit. And also, I guess, kind of share, um, you know, you mentioned that 
burning fire that you have as mm. an entrepreneur, as a solopreneur. Um, one, this allows me to definitely feed that, but two, kind of share some of the experiences that I've gained over this past week that only stokes that fire even greater, uh, only stokes that fire even greater to make sure that I'm giving 110 towards what we're building. So again, that we can pursue our purpose, create profits uh, and build a legacy. So I'm excited to put an end cap on the solopreneur stuff, though, because, <clears throat> again, we came in this season with a very conscious um, decision to say we needed to talk specifically to this segment of entrepreneurship because that's where honestly a lot of entrepreneurs start. That's where a lot of entrepreneurs really reside right now as the gig economy is booming, the marketplace for content creators and, um, uh, uh, again, streaming and all of that stuff like as that continues to grow, folks need are learning and trying to figure out and they need resources to say, how do I effectively navigate this space? I'm not opening up a brick and mortar. I'm not trying to get into, you know, maybe opening up a small business or, you know, e-commerce store or anything like that. But I want to be able to monetize these other skills that I bring to the table. And I see other people are doing where in the hell do I start? Um, and so we wanted to make sure that we served our community by providing that. And today's episode will be an end cap on that series of solopreneur success. Um, so I'm excited to really get into it and talk about why y'all need to stop playing games and get started today on your solopreneur venture. If you've been rocking with us this entire time and picking up these golden nuggets and learnings and all these things. All right, bro. It's time to, you know, time to get out the nest and fly mm -hmm. and take some risk uh, and apply the things that we've been talking about. And we're going to give you the final push today uh, with uh, these top three reasons why you should get started. Absolutely. And please stay tuned to the entirety of this episode, to the end of this episode, because uh, we have some hot news that we want to share with you, uh, again, as a solopreneur that we know are going to, to help you uh, and benefit you. Because uh, when we talk about business, right, it, it really comes down to a few things, um, information, application and transformation. And that is what we are trying to help you to do through our free podcast content, uh, through ebook series courses that we have created, uh, and then our coaching program from purpose to profits playbook. I haven't finalized that yet. If you have any suggestions, we'd definitely love to hear uh, any comments that you'd like to leave us in the notes section of this podcast uh, or within the video on our YouTube channel. Uh, but we got a lot of stuff cooking. So again, stay to the end. You're definitely not going to want to miss it. We have so much to be thankful for, um, and we want to thank you for that. So again, pay attention, stay towards the end. Uh, you're not going to want to miss that. Uh, solopreneur success the top three things we've kind of talked about this really at the beginning. So we we felt like, again, it, it would, it would be appropriate to end this series of solopreneur success. Just to remind y'all again, three reasons why today is really the best day to become a solopreneur. Uh, so we're going to jump right in. Uh, the first one is, as a solopreneur, you get the opportunity to control your schedule, right? One of the best things about being a solopreneur is again, it's all yours. You get to decide when you're going to be open for business. Uh, you get to decide when you're going to accept clients or services, whatever that scheduling looks like for you and your business. That is all up to you. There's no boss to report to each day. Uh, so the hours that you work don't matter. Uh, if you want to work, at some point in the middle of the day, the beginning of the day, you have hours in the evening that you work. If you want to have some a couple of hours here and there on the on the weekend to spread things out, that is completely up to you. Um, you need to stick with deadlines that you agree upon with your clients, right? So there's still going to be deadlines and such that are imposed. But again, that's part of the relationship that you have depending on the products and services that you offer. But you're going to know about these upfront. You're going to be able to negotiate these deadlines uh, and these commitments that you're making with your clients. If you need an afternoon, maybe you have an appointment or if you want to take a vacation, uh, even if you want to work a late night. Again, these are all things that are up to you and are in full control of. And you get to make those decisions as you tailor your schedule to fit your particular lifestyle and how you want to live and how you want to run your business. Uh, so 
you get a chance to control your schedule. One of the biggest things uh, and reasons, again, that it is a huge, huge benefit for you to become a solopreneur today. Yeah, actually, so there's a couple of different spins about on this, um, specifically about being able to have ownership of your schedule, because that's what we really talk about as entrepreneurs and as solopreneurs. When we talk about freedom, um, it's freedom in the in the uh, sense of uh, control over the most valuable resource. Again, not mm-hmm. being money, but being your time. Your time is infinitely more valuable, infinitely more valuable, um, because, again, if you're doing it right, you can multiply the impact of your time, you know, you know, two, three, four, five fold. Um, and so there's a couple of different spins on, you know, why this is important to be able to own your schedule. The first is one. I know there are folks out there right now that are entertaining the idea of getting a part time job or a second job um, <clears throat> as a means to bring more income into into the, into the household um, and if you go down that traditional path and you're looking for opportunities that are out there, you're still restricted to the hours of operations for that business. That means, uh, you know, weekends or overnight schedules or something like that. Uh, and you've started to see people flirt with it just a little bit, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, in parts of the gig economy of, saying, well, look, I, I like to be able to work on my terms. That's what made uh, Uber so popular very early mm-hmm. on. As folks said, well, look, this is acts like a part-time job. I'm leveraging my own resources, and I get to determine when I'm on the clock or off the clock, right? And then depending on the hours that I work and kind of, um, you know, just basic laws of supply and demand and price surge and all this other stuff in the areas I work, like I can set the tone for uh, what my earning potential is, <clears throat> And so uh, you see a lot of folks that now are saying, well, instead of looking to pick up a second job um, somewhere else working part time, because, again, there's an abundance of uh, major corporations and businesses that are looking for help right now. Folks are saying, well, look, why don't I treat my side hustle, my solopreneur endeavor as my part time gig? I have Mm -hmm. this main time like nine to five that I use to um, supplement or, or use as my primary earnings. And then I use some of that in order to invest in my solopreneur endeavor, because I want to be able to build that to eventually be my main source of earning. Um, and so you got that aspect of it, um, that comes with, you know, pursuing being a solopreneur. The other thing I think about too, and you and I have had to deal with this over the past couple of years, um, as you know, um, we've balanced building a business while still, um, working <clears throat> in other corporate spaces is you and I both know uh, better than any that uh, creativity and inspiration do not have hours of operations. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes one of the most frustrating things that you can deal with um, as an entrepreneur or solopreneur is when you have this brilliant idea and this creative surge to want to be able to work on something that you know, you've been tinkering with and trying to figure out how to put this Rubik's cube together for your business. And that inspiration hits you at 1030 on a Tuesday, right before your WBR meeting. Right. And it's like, ah, I don't have the time, the ability, the resources, the capacity to be able to devote my attention to this while that the, while that inspiration, that motivation, that creativity is fresh, it's hot. Um, it's palpable and I want to I want to gain that momentum. I want to gain the benefit of that momentum. And so the beauty is that when you start going all in on your solopreneur um, endeavors, you get the opportunity to actually do two things. You get the opportunity to live in the now of how do I monetize today and I can profit today, but also mm-hmm. split time and living in the future, right? Living in the future and building out and planning um, planning how are you going to scale and continue to grow what you're building so that you can eventually get to a point where maybe you transition from solopreneur to entrepreneur. Um, maybe you add a new offering to your suite of products or offerings or services as a solopreneur, like being able to tinker with these other potential revenue channels, um, you know, on your time and being able to make the decision of how you're going to um, leverage your time. Um, is one of the benefits that come with comes with being a solopreneur. So um, I think it's just wildly, wildly po- important and powerful, the value of time and being able to unlock that 
value of time and determine, um, again, how you want to invest it so that you can get the greatest ROI possible. So you are in control as as you and I are talking to Vaughn and, and I'm thinking about our uncompromising family out there. I, I do have a bonus and a different spin once we go through these three that don't let me forget because um, it sounds all nice. But there's a couple of, of warnings I want to make sure I provide uh, our family out there yep. uh, before we close everything out with this episode. But number one was you get to control your schedule. Number two, you choose your income. So I was I was having a conversation with with one of my teammates uh, in the workplace right now. And, you know, this person. We talk about salary, right, and what they're getting paid and, and they know and I know that they can be getting paid much more uh, at a different company, at different opportunities for the same role, same work that they're doing now. That hasn't happened. But I also said. Even if you find that, like you're still going to be in a position where you're going to be capped when you're working for somebody else, when you're working for a company, a corporation, there's there's going to be a cap. You still may be able to move up the ladder, get raises. But as a solopreneur, you have the opportunity to really determine how much money do I want to make? What are the the strategies? What do I need to implement in order to to make that right? How many people do I need to help? How many people do I need to serve to be able to get to that particular point? Uh, it really is in your own hands. So your earning potential truly is limited. You may have to add some additional pieces in order to scale. But again, your earning potential truly is unlimited. Um, there's going to be caps imposed on you again in that workforce that you just don't have to worry about raises. You know, we worked for a company where for 18 years or so, there weren't raises. The only way that you got a raise is if you were hustling and you were getting promoted and continuing to move up the ladder. You don't have to worry about that as a solopreneur, as an entrepreneur. When you become that solopreneur, you get to choose how much you are worth. You get now, you have to back that up. You have to back that up with uh, with results, as I mentioned earlier, whether you have a product uh, that is going to make people feel good, that is going to help alleviate some pain, or you're providing a service that is going to give your customers and your clients some type of transformation. You have to back that up with the results. But if you know what your worth is, you get a chance to be able to prove that uh, and get paid what you're worth. If you want to raise, scale your business. Like Devon just said a little while ago, come out with a different offering, uh, raise your prices, explain to your customers why you're raising the prices uh, there's so many different things that you can do in order to make that happen um, what I appreciate about uh, the the program that we're that we have and that we're continuing to refine and build out with our the gentlemen our alpha test is that is actually one of the main components so within the from purpose to profits there's six different modules uh, and and steps that we're walking uh, our coaching clients through and one of them the the fourth one really is capitalize right we want to help you over deliver and be able to make money with your mission but you have to understand how to do that. You have to be able to analyze your current service model, uh, strategize. What do I need for my basic bills? You know, what do I need for this amount to be able to to have different expenses uh, and, and do the things that I would like to do? And then, you know, what are those numbers that I want to be able to earn? Uh, what do I have to earn? What do I need to earn? And then what do I want to earn? And then looking at your business model, you're able to, to really analyze what steps do I need to take? How many sales? How many leads? How many yeses do I need? How many units do I need to get off of uh, within a week, within a month, within a quarter in order to be able to hit those financial goals? Uh, again, that's one of the uh one of the, the really strong pieces of our program uh, that I appreciate, and I know you do as well, Devon, um, you have the opportunity to choose your income. You just have to make sure that you're doing it uh, in a very strategic way so that you're able to hit the goals that you know that you need to hit, especially from our, our fellows out there. You got a family uh, just like Devon and I have. Like there's very important decisions that you need to make to ensure that you're able to follow your dreams. Again, that fire that's burning inside of you, you're able to, you know, 
determine your purpose, um, keep taking steps forward, but ensure that you and your family are going to be taken care of. Because again, you are taking some risk, but these are, are very smart, calculated, strategic risks that you are taking as you continue to move forward. Yeah, the thing that I've, I've never really um, completely understood for, for some folks uh, as entrepreneurs is this aversion to understanding your value. Right. Like, especially as an entrepreneur, like we go back to, you know, the, the beauty in this is that you're in the driver's seat to determining what that price is. And obviously the market, the market also um, sets the price with a little bit of equilibrium, because if nobody's willing to pay you for it. Correct. Then the then that's not the price. Right. And you have to make sure that the value is there so that that um, it's clear. But, you know, when I think about it, you know, there are folks that are willing to you know, willing to be a part of organizations where their responsibility, they are directly responsible for, for generating and driving millions, millions in revenue for an organization and getting getting paid fractions of a percentage pennies in comparison. Yet you don't think you're worth more driving thousands, not even millions, just thousands of dollars for yourself. Like it's, it's it's hard for me to wrap my mind around that. Right. How, how can I command a price that says, for example, uh, we were at, let me see here. When I first started off as a leader for organization, um, at Sears, I was running a sales team that's probably responsible for generating anywhere between six to eight million dollars in uh, net revenue a year annually for the for the business in terms of um, you know um, sales. I was getting paid probably thirty. We'll call it generously just under forty thousand. So that's twenty dollars an hour. So this company has determined that my value to generate millions is $20 an hour. I don't think I can go out there on my own and command and command, you know, more than $20 an hour. I was getting paid $20 an hour to generate millions. Right. And obviously there's a whole cost structure that, that is dependent on me generating that type of revenue. Right. So, I don't have that same type of cost structure as a solopreneur, as an entrepreneur. I don't have that same type of cost structure when I'm working for, you know, maybe other folks as a coach or a consulting firm. I need a bigger, I need a bigger slice than the $20 an hour. I know what my mm-hmm. value is. Right. Um, and so I, I think sometimes we get lost in that is we're chasing six figures for, you know, chasing six figures for a, a major company, which again, if you're not an entrepreneur, I get it. That's absolutely, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're an entrepreneur, I'm just trying to talk to you and put things in perspective. You're willing to chase six figures for for um, a large organization, not realizing that in order to reap the value um, to the organization of that six figures, you have to be generating hundreds of millions. You personally have to be responsible for generating hundreds of millions, right? That's how valuable you are to that organization. Mm-hmm. So if they, they understand the value, if they understand the potential of what you mean to a Fortune 500, 200, 100 company, you don't think that value translates to somebody who may be building a business that is, you know, putting them in a position to have generational wealth, you know, create legacy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you think about it, yes, it is empowering as hell to be able to set, set your price, to be able to determine what your price is. Um, you obviously, as an entrepreneur, as a solopreneur, you have to value that. But I, I guess the bigger point I'm trying to trying to stress here too is, don't let fear, don't let fear or not being aware of the value that you offer, cause you to undervalue your skill set in the marketplace, or think that you have to lower the price. Uh, because that's the, uh, the, the furthest thing from the, from the truth. You can make a, a hell of an earning, um, doing the simplest things. Look at some of these folks who are just content creators only. We're talking about folks that make skits and reels. That's all they do. And matter of fact, um, I just read an article. So there's, there's one dude who, um, blew up on, on TikTok. He doesn't even talk really. 
right? Uh, you may have seen him, uh, African dude. Uh, and basically his whole shtick of his, the content that he creates is he will take a video, a reel of somebody doing something that's overly complicated and he will simplify it. Like he'll act it out and simplify it. It'd be like, bro, like, why'd you make it seem like it was that hard? You know what I mean? And that's the shtick. That dude by himself, uh, again, he went from, I believe, being a server where maybe he was making just under 27000 a year. Just doing that, creating the content and what that means in terms of impressions, eyes, all of that stuff, right? Not talking, not saying a word, just parroting and making fun of folks that are uh, doing overly complicated stuff. Um, he, he made made two million dollars last year Ooh. two million two million creating content not not building up a, a product not selling direct to consumer not doing any of that just creating content consistently driving impressions driving um visibility and what those impressions mean for brands, what that those impressions means for other companies that value that because content creation, you heard us say it before, I'll say it again, content creation is a new marketing, it's a new SEO, right? Um, and so <clears throat> I shared that story because, you know, you may be looking at your skill set, your talent or whatever and saying, man, there's, first off, it's, it's super, what I'm passionate about seems silly to me and nobody's going to want to cut a check for this. Well, I'm here to tell you two things. It's not silly, and somebody will cut a check for it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Somebody will cut a check for it. Now, you have to figure out that recipe. Uh, we're not making. Well, I'm not trying to make it seem like it's as simple as cut on the camera and the two million dollar check is going to come. You have to figure out that recipe. But again, that goes back to the first value that, or the first benefit of being a solopreneur that we talked about about how you invest and leverage your time. Because if you know that the thing that you're passionate about can also lead to you earning a living and potentially even earning more than what you do today, even earning more than what you do today. What does that mean in terms of your fire, your passion, your energy, your focus in terms of how you invest in perfecting that and figuring that out and figuring out your niche and figuring out how you communicate effectively to these folks? So, um, again, um, you know, we're trying to we're trying to make sure you walk away sober eyed and focused on the fact that the opportunity to control your time and control your value is in your hand as a solopreneur. Um, you just got to do the work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Continue to stick with us. What I like about what you just said, Devon is it is so true. Like you may be, you may be thinking, okay, I know that I, I want to do something. I, I have some ideas, but it is so important to ensure that this idea that you have is is a profitable one, right? So doing the research, that is, again, one of the things that we help you with through our program from purpose to profits. The very first thing that we do is really help you go through activities to find your uncompromising purpose, right? Learning how to identify, how to refine your purpose as an entrepreneur and really determine, is this idea that I have a concrete one? Is it one that people are going to pay me for? Once we are able to identify that, do the research, put in the work to be 100% on that, then it's full go from there. Uh, but like Devon said, if you are passionate about something, be for certain that there are a number of other people out there in the world that are going to be just as passionate about that. Uh, if you are passionate about Ninja Turtles, if you're passionate about uh, Voltron and you want to talk about um, the toys and, and and you can do a whole podcast or, or a YouTube channel going back and reviewing uh, the the episodes and the cartoon itself. There's gentlemen who have a podcast and who have a YouTube channel that break down Kanye West albums and his song and have been doing this for like five years. If you have a passion for something and you go after it again, there are going to be people out there that are going to want to hear that, that are going to want to be a part of your community and what you're doing. 
then once you have this platform, then it's up to you to try to really figure out how do I start to monetize that uh, and and make money, right, with mm-hmm. this mission that you have uh, based on the efforts that you're putting out there. Um, but the bonus, we have number three. So we just gave you number one and number two, but I, I want to pause here before we get into number three. We talked about the fact that as a solopreneur, right, and why you should become a solopreneur today, that is the topic of this uh, podcast episode. Number one is that you get to control your schedule. Number two is that you get to choose your income. Now, these are all wonderful things, and we're painting a, a pretty a uh, good picture, right, of, of what life could be like as a solopreneur, as an entrepreneur. And of course, we want to encourage you, right? And if you need help, that's what we're here for is to provide that help and to provide that coaching that you may need and that support that you may need. But don't get it twisted, fam. You also have to make sure that you're ready for that. If you know that you are so stuck in this world within this nine to five construct, right? Because you you super appreciate the security that's there, which is no problem. You know, maybe most of your time you're spending it on Instagram, on TikTok, watching the dude that Devon was just talking about when you're supposed to be working. What I mean, fam, is that your habits are not there. Your disciplines are not there and they're not in place. I guarantee you, once you take that step into solopreneurship, entrepreneurship, if there are gaps, those gaps are going to be magnified. So you have to ensure if you're not able to literally, even if you have a nine to five, a lot of us these days are working from home, right? There's a lot of um, privilege that that is provided and, and, and great opportunities to be stewards of your time. But if you're not able to control your schedule now, even in a nine to five, this is when I'm doing this. This is when I'm doing that. I'm not going to take advantage of the opportunities. Uh, if there's habits that are not there, again, they're going to be magnified when you are now on your own and you truly can control your schedule. So when we talk about time management and more so managing your behaviors, managing your discipline and the decisions that you make, if you don't have a good handle on those, I definitely I encourage you guys, I implore you to slow it down. Work on some of those things while you're still in nine to five, create those really good habits, those disciplines, that will that you need to make the right decisions so that when you are on your own, you are in complete control of your schedule, but you're doing so in a way that is going to allow you to be successful. Same thing with the income. It's very easy to collect a check every two weeks, whatever that, you know, that payment um, scenario is for you. But when you're on your own and you have to hustle again, you have to hustle. I can't be sitting here and spending five hours binging on Netflix because that's five hours of my time. Again, Devon mentioned how valuable time is that you should be not spending, investing into steps and and activities that are going to allow you to take your business to the next level. Again, if you're not able to to manage those things, it's going to be very difficult. Your schedule is going to be all over the place. You probably end up in a situation where the clients are controlling your schedule because you don't know how to necessarily communicate. You don't know how to set boundaries and expectations. And then your income is not going to be where you need it because there's challenges there. Or again, you're just not taking advantage of the opportunity that you have because you'd rather be doing some other things than spending the uh, investing the time on the 20% of the activities that are really going to be getting you the major, major results that you're looking for, not just for yourself, but again, for the clients and the customers that you're working with. So I ever told you about the time that um, I got a I got a very quick lesson. I got a really good lesson about um, you know put, putting in putting in the time and the effort before stepping into the game um, mm-hmm. to be in the best shape possible. So you guys have heard us talk before about why football, like how football is kind of. Um, shaped our, you know, shaped our, our leadership view and our worldview and all this other stuff because we got some great experiences. I was fortunate enough, blessed enough to, you know, be good enough and get some good exposure and stuff like that to, you know, garner some attention and be able to play, um, play in college and stuff like that. Um, and so I've always been a good athlete. Um, and then I stepped away from the game. Life started happening. Always stayed in good, you know, pretty decent shape, good shape. Um, but. <laughs> But you just have in the back of your mind, just like, all right, I'm, but I'm still a hell of an athlete. One day, uh, we decide to do a pickup game of football, uh, you know, 
uh, like some coworkers and stuff like that. Like, hey, man, let's meet up at the park. We're going to meet up at Red Buck Park. We're going to play some football. All right, bet, bet, bet. Yeah, I'm going to play some football. Mind you, it's been a long time. Like, I'm talking about, like, years since I laced up a pair of cleats. So I'm like, all right, well, yeah, hell yeah. Let me, you know, get out there. I mean, you know, most of these folks I know, all right, y'all didn't, y'all didn't play, you know, at, you know, some of the highest levels. You know, I'm still in better shape than you. I'm better shape than you. All right, yeah, I can get out I'm going to do my thing. Um, I get out there, first off, no warm-ups, no nothing like that. Um, sorry, a little bit of running back and forth, you know, a little light stretching, but I don't really need to go that hard. I don't need to go through all the stuff that I used to go through, uh, you know, when I was lacing up, you know, uh, putting on the pads and the helmet and lacing up the cleats, like, all right, all good. So we're playing for maybe about five, 10 minutes or something like that. And finally, you know, I'm feeling myself. I'm a little loose. You know, I'm about to burn them on this go route. Uh, I'm about to do them in. I take off and probably about 12 yards into it. I just feel that back hammy pop like, oh, and I man down. Oh, like, oh <laughs> Lord have mercy. All right. And now um, I'm older. I haven't been uh, doing the things that I needed to do in order to, you know, be the in peak form as an athlete. Um, and so my recovery takes a little bit longer. Um, and I was in pain for a while. I'm talking about hobbling around the office for like the next probably month or so. And even now, I still feel like from time to time, if I try to, you know, a little fast twitch or something like that, I can I can still feel the the residual pain uh, back there in my hammy. I'm sharing that because you know I think that there's a lot of parallels between that and some of the things that you're talking about, Jimmy, about how being an entrepreneur and stepping into that game as an entrepreneur exposes some things. And if you don't take the time to practice the right discipline and make sure that you're in the best peak shape possible, um, you know, w- what does that mean for your performance and what does that mean for your desire to step into the game in the future? Because I can tell you this, mm. this was probably, I want to say maybe about seven, about seven years ago, eight years ago or so. I Have I told you I have not played a game of pickup park football sense at all <laughs> i have no desire to i'm 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 risk averse uh i i, I got you know you want to you know, call it seeing ghosts or whatever i'm hearing i'm hearing pops hearing of pop. my hamstring you know what i mean like i, I don't want to do it i don't want to ever get back on the field now how does that relate to entrepreneurship and solopreneurship well some of you guys you know maybe out there and you're a little bit overzealous and uh maybe you've had you know maybe you have some some natural God-given ability going for you. Maybe you got good talk game. Maybe you understand numbers well. Maybe you have a, a personality and charisma, and you feel like, man, I could, I got enough natural God-given ability that I don't need to work on it. I don't need to work on my crap. I can just jump into the game, do it, and then figure it out along the way. But by doing that, you run the risk of not having success. And when you run it, when you run into not having success, what does that mean? for your desire in the future to step back into the game as an entrepreneur. Now, it wasn't because you're not capable of outperforming everybody else in that arena. It's not because you didn't have the God-given natural ability, but it's because you didn't exercise the self-discipline and all of the things to prepare yourself for stepping into that field. And so when Jimmy talks about things like time management, when you talk about self-discipline, when you talk about all of those things and why they're so important, if you don't spend the time in mastering those things, and that's why we talk about it in our Purpose of Profits program, and we ensure that you have those foundations, if you don't spend the time perfecting, working, and mastering those things before you step on the field, you run the risk of walking away um, with the, the misnomer that you're not built for this life. And that's not true. You have all the ability, the God-given ability, the idea, the purpose in the Mm. world to do this. But what you haven't done is you haven't mastered the fundamentals that you need to be able to do this effectively and play at the peak version of yourself. You guys have heard us mention it before. There's a reason why world-class athletes, the folks that are considered the all-time greats, is not just about their skill. It's about their longevity. 
right? How long they're able to demonstrate that skill over a prolonged period of time. And when you talk to every single one of them, you hear a clip from them, you hear what they do, you hear the experts that study them. It all comes back to them exercising self-discipline and ensuring that they can perform at the peak version of themselves, whether that's rest, healing, massaging, investing in their body. You, know, we, you heard us throw out the figure before. LeBron James spends over a million dollars a year in mm-hmm. just taking care of his body. So naturally, the question that I would have for entrepreneurs out there, and obviously this is rhetorical because there's no way for y'all to talk back to us right now, but um, you know, feel, feel compelled to leave uh, a comment or a review or reply back that way on any of our litany of platforms that we're on. Uh, is if LeBron is investing a million in his body, because that's the most important tool for him to perform at the highest level and the most important game to him, what are you investing in you and your most important tool for you to perform at the highest level possible as an entrepreneur in the game that is important to you and your legacy? What have you invested? Seriously, stop, listen, and ask yourself that question and answer. What have you invested? What have you invested when it comes to refining your time management skills? What have you invested in when it comes to your goal setting skills? What have you invested when it comes to your defining your, your, your niche, your purpose, your communication? What have you invested? Mm. And if the answer to that question is you have invested zero, I'm here to tell you as the guy who invested zero in his preparation for stepping onto that field, you are at risk of pulling a muscle and walking away from the game and never wanting to play again. So don't do that. Don't 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 find yourself in that situation. And so um, I think everything that you're sharing, Jimmy, is spot on because, yeah, we talk about the perspective we come at when we talk about some of these things is with the assumption that you already understand the value of self-discipline and investing in yourself and investing in the fundamentals. We're talking to folks that are trying to play the game at a high level, right? So they've already done the table stakes. They've been working out. They've been watching their, their nutrition. They've been making sure that they're taking care of their body, getting their rest. And now you're showing up and we're trying to talk to you about how do you get playing time? How do you perform at a high level? How do you become a hall of famer? We're not talking to the dude who's sitting in a stand saying, man, I think I can get out there and do that. That's not enough, bro. You, we're not talking to you yet. What you need to do first is you need to invest in yourself and make sure you're in the right shape to be able to play this game. And that's exactly what we're, we're trying to share with you um, and challenge you on is if you're not in the right shape, don't even attempt to do any of the other things we talked about first. Take time getting in the right shape. And fortunately for you and for our listeners, if you need help in that area, Purpose of Profits um, can definitely help you out with that. We can help you out with that. Um, you know, we have a litany of material courses and all that stuff. You can go back in the archives, free stuff and stuff that is, um, you know, requires you to invest in yourself because it's a, um, just a higher caliber and deeper learning, more, more specialized learning, um, about how to get yourself in the best shape possible, but make sure you do that first before you do all the other stuff we're talking about. And again, we just we implore you because we know we know the, the feeling, we know the urge, uh, but you have to make sure in order to do it right. And again, to find that solopreneur success, take those steps. Uh, and as Devon mentioned, there is a litany of opportunities that are going to be presented, whether it's our focus for success, because you're, you're trying to figure out how do I get more out of the 24 hours that I have, uh, especially if you're in that situation where you're still in a nine to five, plus you're doing a side hustle. Plus, I see you, bro. You've got the family you're trying to take care of. You have the baby that just came and you're trying to figure all these things out. How do I maximize my time? We help you to do that. Uh, we have a course coming out as well about decision making. How do I make those right decisions and do so do so in a strategic manner that I'm putting my Myself and those that I care about and love in the best possible position. This ain't a commercial, so I'm not going to keep going. But again, we got you, fam. We got you. I heard this the other day, and I'm, I am compelled because it, 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 I felt it in my heart, and, and I feel it. We have been thinking about your problems longer than you have. Mm. We have been thinking and feeling your problems longer than you have. Trust me. How do I know that? Because we're either still feeling them now or we have felt them at some point and we work through them. We've got past that. We've grown from that. And we're just trying to help you do the same thing. 
That is why we are here on Compromising Family, to be able to, to talk to you, to be able to provide this information. But it ain't just the information because that's not really there's information out there. You may have listened to all of our podcasts, but have you taken the steps? I hope that you do. I pray that you have. But if you need additional support, again, we are putting things in place to be able to provide you that different support. And not even just from us, but from all of you that are out there and this community that we have so we can continue to bond and to grow together as uncompromising entrepreneurs and this uncompromising family that we have. So I think that is a perfect segue into number three. So, again, we, we want to give you that disclaimer because uh, that was on my heart. But we are talking about three top reasons why it is the perfect time to become a solopreneur today. Today is the day. Now is the time. We talked about the fact that you get to control your own schedule. Number two is that you choose your income. Third, you get to choose who you work with. Like how many times have we been stuck working with a client that we don't really want to work with or working with a boss, right? That doesn't share your visions. They don't have uh, the same passions as you. Maybe they even belittle you all the time for whatever reasons. We've all, for, mo for the most part, have been in situations where there's just been some aspect of the people that we work with that it just doesn't sit right with us, right? Or you're forced because of this, this work environment to work with the client. You wish you can fire that client, but you can't because it's not really your client. It's the company's client, right? But as a solopreneur, you have the opportunity to do this. Um, it can be a challenge, but keep working through these opportunities again so you can truly get what you're worth. Uh, if you are looking to be an entrepreneur and grow a business, you get to choose your own employees. Uh, Devon and myself, I was joking with him before we recorded uh, and messing with him, but like, we got an opportunity. I say we chose. I think God chose for us. Uh, but we still, right, we had those conversations and we made that decision. When we look at the people that we have within our coaching program and the people that we're going to be looking to, to work with in the future, we get to make those decisions. We get to choose those things. If we look to partner with other people on other opportunities, uh, we have a cold word that's going to be coming up. We have a nice case study that we're going to be able to break down for you. Um, we, you. We get to choose who we partner with and who we work with, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Again, when you become a solopreneur, you just you don't have to be stuck anymore. You don't have to be stuck in that place. You get to choose your clients. You get to choose your teammates, who you work with. You have no longer have to be focused or worrying about annoying or bad em uh, employees uh, or, again, situations that you know is maybe toxic and it's just not good for your spirit. Maybe it's not good for your family. As much as you try, you try to leave that stuff uh, before you get home. But sometimes it's difficult. It's difficult, but you don't have to worry about those things because it is all within your scope, your control. You get to make those decisions. Yeah, that's one of the things I think um, I love the most about solopreneur, you know, being a solopreneur, being an entrepreneur is when you have clarity around what your passion is, you get the ability to ensure that you're always playing in that space and you're working on a project that you're passionate about. How many times have we been in situations where you got in like a really cool initiative and that has you on fire because it, it aligns with everything that you love and you're passionate about, but then you also have these other, you know, initiatives that you get assigned or you have to work on. And it's like, uh, oh, I got to trudge through that. Right. Um, and so, you know, with being a solopreneur, with being an entrepreneur, you get to pursue the things that you love and that energy like you guys, I don't have to explain to you, it's palpable. People can feel it mm -hmm. when you're working in something that you're passionate about, that you love to do it. Your energy jumps off the screen. It jumps through the interaction. It jumps through the experience, the extent that you're willing to go in order to get the job done, what you invest in it. Um, it's just totally different. It's funny. Like I think back to, uh, yeah, I, you know, when I was very early on enrolling in school and stuff like that and, you know, going to school and yeah, I had a, a speech class. I, I hate speech. As much as I can run my mouth, I hate speech class. I, why, you may ask, why do I hate speech class? Because there, there's no other way to put it. It felt like a waste of time. I mm. know how to run my mouth. I've been training. I've been doing all of this stuff like. I don't want to give you a speech around like uh, like who who I am and kind of my life story. Like I don't uh, I don't have no desire to do that, right? 
Um, and so I always struggled with that class because I just wasn't passionate about doing that. I wasn't passionate about doing any of that. Um, now, if the, I think honestly, if the teacher would have approached it like, hey, sit up here and run your mouth about whatever the hell you want to, um, I may have approached it a little bit differently. Um, maybe not as with as much disdain as I did, but uh, again, um, that's not the decision they made, and that's definitely not the decision or uh, <laughs> that I made to approach you with a, a less amount of disdain. I actually tried to negotiate with the teacher to be like, "Yo, can I just send you like a video of me doing a training class, and then not show up for the rest of the, <laughs> the semester, and you'll have everything you need?" Like, I do this, right? Um, so uh, I, I I think about like what I was willing to give to that, which is very little, even though my skill set is very high in that area, again, because I'm not passionate. So how often do you find yourself working on things where your skill set may be exceptionally high, but because you're not passionate about it, your effort is is very, very low. Mm -hmm. um, and so being a solopreneur and entrepreneur allows you to ensure that you're in a situation where your skill set and your effort are always going to be aligned because your passion, you're working on something you're passionate about. You don't have to take contracts that you don't have to take. Mm -hmm. You don't have to take clients that you don't have to take. You know, it also means you're in the driver's seat to be able to walk away from a client if it's not a good fit for you. I've learned I learned that very early on in my, my entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneurial career as well. You know, we had a, a, a client that we were working with. We were helping him with a political campaign. Uh, and it got to the point where, um, you know, I had, I had to have the conversation with the candidate and decide to step away because they weren't listening to any of the guidance that I was providing as a advisor, as a campaign advisor. You asked me to help you ad help advise your campaign. You are running for this. I am giving you advice on how to make sure that you win. You are not listening. You are being hard headed. <laughs> this may not be a good fit for either one of us because I find myself at the point not wanting to put in the effort, even though my skill set is high in some of these areas like speech writing, <laughs> right, um, and policy positions. My my skill set is high in this area, but because you don't want to listen, my effort is going to be exceptionally low. So now I can make the decision to fire a client. Um and I remember that. You, yeah, and sometimes you have to actually do that. <laughs> so, uh, uh, again, you know, that's one of the things that I love um, about, you know, uh, entrepreneurship, about solopreneurship, is you get to work on the things that you're passionate about. And that means that you always find yourself giving up over, you know, over 100%, 110, 120%, um, and that um, you're always fulfilling your passion. You're scratching that itch of fulfilling your passion because you're working in those spaces um, and that you feel proud of the work that you're doing because it has meaning. Um, and I think that's probably, you know, the, the biggest payoff at the end of the day. It's not just getting a check. Um, you know, we've been fortunate enough to be in positions where, you know, we've gotten checks for things Um you know, but it wasn't fulfilling because it it didn't align with our passion. It didn't align with something we were passionate about. And so, uh, you know, I'm, I'd much rather take the $400 check on something that I'm passionate about and I feel proud of and it's rewarding than the $1,000 check or, or for something that doesn't align with my purpose. Um, yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, I know if you're thinking, if you're listening to this, like, bro, you stupid. That's the, six, the $600 difference. Like, take the $1,000. Know, what am I giving up? What am I giving up to get the thousand dollar check in terms of time investment, in terms of not getting closer to working in my passion, pursuing my passion? Um, you know, I look at it as opportunity cost, right? The additional time I'm spending working on things that I'm not passionate about. I could have took another project or two of things that I am passionate about and not only been fulfilled, but potentially even earned more. Um, yeah. So um, I think that's, you know, kind of the last um, real benefit of being an entrepreneur or a solopreneur and why you need to start today is that last one, you know, being able to pick and choose your clients and pick and choose who you decide to build with. Yeah. So there's so many reasons fam for you guys to become a solopreneur. Again, it's really such a great uh, option. There's just so many people, so many opportunities and again, so many people that you can be out there helping and serving uh, and, and, touching with your gifts and what you bring to the table. And just don't forget that there might be other people somewhat in, in your space, uh, in 
on the same highway, but they're on a different lane. But they can't do it like you can. There's something special about you that you bring to the table that these people out there need. Right. So have trust in that. Have trust in yourself. Take those steps. Uh, but again, you need to be motivated. You have to be organized to get it done. Right. We talked about that as well as making sure that your discipline, your behaviors, your habits are in place. But for those of you that are ready to take control of your own lives, to take control uh, of your schedules, of your income, earning potential, becoming a solopreneur, again, is really one of the best options out there. Uh, and if you did not listen to it, go back and listen to about two or three cold brews ago when we gave you. Um, not only talking about, again, some other reasons why today is the best or today is really the best time to be an entrepreneur, but we, the 10 best, uh, gigs, opportunities for solopreneurs in 2021. So we're giving you ideas. We're, we're giving you everything that we can to really, again, urge you to follow your dreams and step out there. But again, do it in the right manner. And if you need help, that is what we're here for. And it's not just Devon and myself. That is what this community is here for and what we are continuing to, to foster, to nurture and to build. So get ready. Uncompromising family. Get ready because, again, we are behind us. We talked about a little bit about certain things here and there, but we are behind the scenes uh, getting ready. First thing that I want to mention is we are super, super appreciative. Uh, there are trickles of growth. Uh, I'm going to mention a few different things. Obviously, we're talking to our podcast community out there and uh, our vidcast community out there. There's trickles of growth uh, on TikTok. There is trickles of growth uh, on our Instagram that, you know, every day we're, we're picking up and there's more folks that are coming and getting involved and being a part of this family for certain. When we take a look at uh, our Podbeam and the folks that are following us, we are over 700 just within Podbeam. That's not counting other platforms that people may be using. Uh, so we see you. We see you and we are very, very thankful and grateful. Uh, be on the lookout in the show notes in this episode because uh, we have a gift for you that we would definitely want you to take advantage of. Uh, and if you miss it, we'll, we'll, we'll remind you. We'll definitely remind you uh, and provide some more opportunities for you to be able to get this gift because uh, you deserve it. You deserve it. And we want to make sure that we continue to show you guys love. Uh, so be on the lookout for the gift. And as we continue to be uh, moving forward, be on the lookout for the Purpose to Profits app. Again, you can have the uncompromising coaches in your pocket. Uh, if you have any type of smart device, you will be able to have access to the uncompromising community that we're building so we can continue to, to engage together. Uh, so many different benefits that we're going to be able to provide. Again, not just information, but help you apply the information and see that transformation take uh, take fold and, and happen in your life. Um, that's what we're here to do. That is our heart. That is our desire. We hope that you desire the same thing and to continue to rock with us uh, and everything that is involved in the hotness. That is the uncompromising entrepreneur podcast. So it's all of our folks out there. Again, thank you for listening. Please show some love. You can do so by commenting, liking, and sharing this episode. If you want to reach out to us, you can email us at Info at uncompromisingcoaches.com. You can go to the website, uncompromisingcoaches.com, and be able to uh, check out more information that we have on there. If you'd like to set up a consultation with us, you can do the same. Uh, we talked about some of the courses that we have that are available right now. You can see and have access to those courses through the website. Uh, it is all available for you there. Uh, but more importantly, again, we just want to hear from you. Leave us a comment. Engage with us. Let us know what you thought about these three, in our opinions, the best reasons to become a solopreneur today. Um, don't forget about LinkedIn, Facebook, and, of course, our YouTube channel. You can find us on all of those platforms, the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast. Uh, and so cool, Facebook has now started putting the podcast in the Facebook platform. So if you haven't peeped that yet, go to our page. Uh, you can, you know, continue to uh, listen to the podcast within Facebook and then share it. You can, you can make your own clips. When you hear bars that you appreciate, you can actually make clips and share that with your friends and family on Facebook. Dope. So I encourage you to do so. And when you do that, take a screenshot, 
post that, tag us in it on Facebook and on Instagram. Again, at Coach Jimmy G, uh, Coach Me Jimmy G, and then at Leadership Docent. Uh, tag us. We'd love to see you uh, do that. And again, continue to engage, not just with us, but again, this uncompromising family that we are continuing to build. Uh, so we appreciate you guys rocking with us uh, for what we thought was going to be a very concise short offering, offering. and concise. <laughs> no. I, I, it was it was still concise, uh, but, you know, uh, there was definitely, I think, some things on our heart that we wanted to share with the uncompromising entrepreneurs out there. So we hope that you appreciate it. Uh, again, leave us some comments and let us know what you think. But until next time, y'all, God bless. Stay encouraged. You have just listened to the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast, hosted by Jimmy Gonzalez and Devon Watts. Thank you. And we hope that you pursue your passion, create profits, and build a legacy. Until next time, y'all.